In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, The Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And today, I'm joined by the AJC's Tyler Estep, not Estep, but Estep, folks, <laughs> who covers Gwinnett County, has been all over every single development in this MARTA referendum that we'll be talking about today, um, because it's a huge turning point, potentially, for Metro Atlanta. Um, and, you know, on March 19th, there will be a special election that could literally cha- change the face of the Atlanta suburbs. Um, yeah. When Gwinnett voters decide this, whether or not the county will join the MARTA system. And so let's start with, with this fundamental question. Why is it MARTA there now? Because we know the original MARTA referendum failed in, back in 1971, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. failed again in 1990. And yep. you had a fascinating story about the, the classist, racist dialogue around that debate yeah. about a couple decades ago. Yeah, yeah. The 1990 vote was um, uh, definitely, I mean, there were other issues too, obviously, but definitely racially charged or racially... Uh, motivated and I, that sounds crazy nowadays when you think about Gwinnett today but back then it was still uh, it was uh, it was about 90% white I think 91 92 something like that um, and it was still pretty I mean rural rural by suburban standards if that makes any sense mm-hmm. um, it had a, I don't know a, th- a third of the people it does today um, so I mean, a lot of the dialogue back then was was an aversion, even if it wasn't whatever. However, you want to define racism, it was about not uh, not being connected to those people in Atlanta. Yeah, uh, there were quotes yeah. you quoted from people who didn't want people from from Five Points, which is downtown Atlanta, yeah. um, coming up to Gwinnett County. And I remember a similar debate happening. I grew up in in Sandy Springs, Dunwoody area, and a mm-hmm. similar debate happening in the Perimeter Center area with yeah. you know people around the community saying, oh, you know, there'll be people jumping on trains and coming to, to rob Perimeter Mall. And of course, yeah. that project went forward, and now the Perimeter Center area is one of the, the biggest commercial hubs mm-hmm. in the city and the home to several Fortune 500 companies, state farms, regional mm-hmm. headquarters, you know, you name it, there's a long list. And companies 
have been leaving Gwinnett County mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to move to more denser areas near MARTA connect trains. So I guess that's part of the argument. For oh yeah, it. yeah. The the the, the <laughs> business folks, the the chamber in Gwinnett is very behind this. Um, uh, NCR left Gwinnett uh, uh, essentially to be near the the mid is it the Midtown station in mm-hmm, Midtown. Midtown. Um, uh, West Rock, which had been in Gwinnett for a million years, uh, moved moved is moving most of their their stuff out of there. Um, to also, area, yeah, right? to Sandy Springs area to be close to to transit too. Um, so it really is, uh, you know, and and frankly, there's almost a million people there. They expect to have uh, as many as half a million more people move there in the next twenty twenty five years. Um, it's as much about it not getting worse, meaning traffic wise mm-hmm. and economic development wise, as it is about trying to improve it. If that makes any sense. And I was going to ask you about that because, you know, in the meantime, since that 1990 vote, Gwinnett mm-hmm. has changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. Population is, what, tripled to around yeah. a million people, as you mentioned. Business is leaving. The gridlock has grown worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the demographics have changed, too. Mm-hmm. It went from a majority white county to one of the most diverse places, not just in Georgia, but probably east of the Mississippi. Oh, yeah. It's, um, I think, the last uh, concrete-ish numbers that we have are... Uh, I think it's 30, 37% uh, white. Um, it's The rest is a uh, huge, huge Hispanic population, black population, Asian population. Um, and, and it's, and, and it's, it's changed. I mean, it's, it's even, and, and, and it's urbanized too. The, the North, the whole Western end of the County is, you know, I mean, we used to hear arguments about y- y- apartments, you know, apartments used to be a big deal and it's, not really yeah. up. Uh, the, the the vitriol surrounding those i mean it depends on what area obviously the the far eastern side of the county is still you know more rural more, rural, more uh even more suburban as opposed to urbanizing but um yeah it's changed it's changed demographically it's changed politically obviously yeah let's talk about that too because th- this is part and parcel with the transit debate the politics of the county has changed we've you've written a, a, a zillion stories mm-hmm. on that the, the changing demographics there and how that's changing the political structure because it used to be an all all white mm-hmm. all male or mm-hmm. not all, well for a while all male but 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 all white um, republican controlled mm-hmm. commission the delegation in the state legislature was overwhelmingly Republican, mm-hmm. and the U.S. House members were mm-hmm. Republican. Mm-hmm. And this past, uh, let's say, two election cycles have yeah. dramatically changed. Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. won the mm-hmm. county yeah. in 2016, surprising many. Oh, yeah. Everyone kind of thought Cobb would be competitive, but Gwinnett yeah. being yeah. so competitive. Then we had in 2018, not only did Stacey Abrams carry the county, but carried it by about 14 points. Yeah, it was bonkers two <laughs> democrats joined the commission yeah. for the first time in 30 years yeah, yeah. and the delegation flipped mm-hmm. and republican house uh incumbent rob woodall wins but wins by the narrowest margin of any race in the nation yeah, yeah it's 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 changed dramatically um i mean like you said the the commission i mean it's uh, they the, there has literally been no democrat in i think 80 85 i think was the last one or 86 something like that um so before you were yeah. born. Yes, before I was born. Yeah, I actually was born in 1987. There so you go. yeah, my entire life has been a Republican county commissioner. Are you from Gwinnett? Uh, yeah, I'm, I am originally from Gwinnett, born and raised in the uh, Lawrenceville area. Um, so you are you are covering your home county. Yes, yes, and I worked at the 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 Gwinnett paper for a while too. So I've I've, I've I don't think I've ever escaped it. But uh, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, it's it's uh, the politics are crazy. I mean, I, I think folks were were ready for that blue wave to actually hit this time around, but I, I think the the magnitude of that that wave really surprised people. I mean, they flipped the Democrats flipped five or six House seats or uh, legislature seats, mm-hmm. um, and I I, I think that it's like you said, Abrams carried the the county by. 14 points and I, I think that it that's one of the other issues with this special referendum is that if it if the conventional wisdom is if it had been held added to November's ballots yeah. it would have passed you know probably by 10 points um, and now it's it's going to come down to, to turnout for a special I want to dive into so, that yeah. because this isn't this isn't a strictly partisan issue you, you wrote um, this past week that chairwoman Charlotte Nash one of the one of the most powerful figures Republican figures yeah. in the county is also probably the biggest yeah. or one of the biggest proponents yeah. and yet um, she also spearheaded the scheduling of the vote for mm-hmm. March instead of mm-hmm. last November as a political compromise. Um, what and, and we're not quite certain. We know the impact yeah. of that will be lighter turnout, but we're not quite certain um, how it will really affect the vote. Because as you've noted, even with the lighter turnout in the December runoff, Democrats still yeah they the still county. won in the December runoff. Um, I think there was like a eleven percent turnout or something like that, um, or maybe yeah some nineteen very was low nineteen percent yeah very low turnout but uh in in both of those races the the secretary of state runoff and the um uh public service commission Democrats actually won narrowly won both of those races um even despite the low turnout so that I think that's an interesting uh thing and and also um I mean Gwinnett has this this special election early voting starts monday uh February 25th, mm-hmm. um, and th- th- there's actually three weeks of early ad- advanced in-person voting, which is the most they've ever had, and I, uh, depending on how, how, how they get folks mobilized, I think it could, it's going to play a big role. Now, there's no concerted opposition from Republicans yet. No, um, no. But what are the critics mostly saying um, you, you see a lot, of, a lot of folks. I mean, there is just the legitimate. Um, I mean, not that the other concerns aren't legitimate, but the the straightforward kind of concern about paying another, paying money, paying another one percent sales tax. Um, that obviously, I mean, Gwinnett pays six percent now, I think, and it, it would be seven percent. Um, so there are just the straight up financial concerns, and then a lot of folks. Um, I mean, Gwen, Marta has, uh, you know, it has a historical reputation uh, that at sometimes has been deserved about uh, fiscal management and, and that kind of stuff, yeah. inefficiency and that kind of stuff. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think, I think there is still genuinely a lot of uh, misperception or, or, or folks that don't really understand what is in the in the plan or in the contract um and whether you know whether whether you're for transit or not i mean it, it's it's kind of frustrated me f- folks not really understanding that that what what exactly is in the plan i mean it's not just four miles of rail it's yeah yeah and that's exactly that because marta and you wrote this this past mm-hmm. week marta learned from its lesson from 1990 mm-hmm. in a way where they've beyond they've gone beyond rail 
there are plans for extensive bus routes from for rapid bus mm-hmm. routes and mm-hmm. bus rapid transit. Yes, so, all of the <laughs> very all confusing. Of the, yeah, yeah. But it will go beyond you know the rail corridor that mm-hmm. would help um, the people on the the eastern uh, the sorry the western more more densely mm-hmm. urbanized area to also help folks uh, in the central center of the county. So it's it's a it's a it's a a ploy by MARTA as an attempt by mm-hmm. MARTA to try to get more yeah. uh, grassroots support, right? Yeah, and I, I would I would also add that that, that this plan was actually uh, created by Gwinnett County. I mean, before I mean, I think there were you know talks in the background, um, but but this this plan was created by Gwinnett County before H uh, I think HB nine thirty was uh, had been presented before it was actually adopted. And HB nine thirty yeah. was the yeah, bill sorry. last year that kind of paved the mm-hmm. way. Um, for all these counties, not just Gwinnett, but for, for any county in the metro area mm-hmm. uh, to raise sales taxes. This was a watershed moment mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. Georgia legislature because for long, uh, lawmakers had opposed um, these issues mm-hmm. to expand uh, mass transit. And now you've got sort of the go ahead for mm-hmm. not just Gwinnett, but Clayton yeah. and whoever wants to come after Gwinnett, Cobb County, perhaps. Um, to do this, and Gwinnett's a big test case for that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the 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 funding method. I mean, Gwinnett has had splossed for I think 1985 was the first one, and the, they've been they built you know hundreds thousands of miles of roads with it. Um, but so I think that and the surveys the county has has done suggest that folks may I mean. Are, may be willing to pay for transit with an extra sales tax, but but they have shown that they are overwhelmingly not for paying more property taxes mm-hmm. for it. So I mean, the, it, like you said, it was a watershed shed moment to have that additional funding method, um, and and I think that uh, and and the fact that they can levy it for well more than thirty years is is that helps with federal funding too. So that helps. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned that there's no concerted Republican or, or mm-hmm. really opposition mm-hmm. movement funded from either in Georgia or outside Georgia, mm-hmm. but there's a, an array of, yeah. of supporters. Some are bipartisan, some are more partisan. And one of the biggest mm-hmm. came this past week yeah. where the Democratic Party of Georgia said it's all in. Yeah, yeah, which I think is huge. I mean, if you look at, and and I'm not privy to the details, details yet, but, but if you look at what's Stacey Abrams and what Carolyn Brudeau and th- those folks were able to do in Gwinnett um, uh, this past November. I, the Democratic Party getting involved is huge. Um, just because because just getting folks to the polls in, is is going to be huge if this referendum passes. But, it, but yeah. it's also somewhat yeah. of a risk too because yeah. you oh, also yeah. risk. Yeah. Mobilizing, energizing yes. opponents in a way that they haven't been, uh, yeah. you know, unified in the past. Yeah, yeah. I, a lot of the, there's two or three, uh, three, I guess, uh, committees, advocacy groups, whatever that are that are uh, formally involved. I mm-hmm. guess if you however you want to phrase it, and they've tried to kind of lay low. They've been they've already been doing some canvassing and stuff like that, but and and even some you know paid Facebook posts and stuff like that. But they have been largely kind of quiet and under the radar for specifically that reason to to try not to trigger I mean I th- I I think a lot of the the for lack of a better way to put it the older whiter voters they're going to vote anyway um that's just my perspective mm-hmm. um well they're the most reliable Yeah block they're the of most voters. reliable block of voters and they're also the most reliably <laughs> anti-transit opponents. Uh, opponents so I uh, I understand their thinking and trying to avoid that that triggering even more backlash, but at the same time, I kind of think that 
that those folks are going to vote anyway. Yeah, so, so they're kind of yeah. taking the tack of why not? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Might as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've talked about what would happen if this passes, which would be mm-hmm. a, a new transit line through the heart of the county, but also bus and bus rapid transit. <laughs> and rapid bus. And rapid <laughs> bus, which you can, we won't, we won't bore yeah, you well, yeah. users, but you can go read about it in, in Tyler's latest stories. Um, but what happens if it fails? What does it say, what signal does it send to Metro Atlanta community? I think, uh, well, first of all, I'll say that uh, Gwinnett Chairman Charlotte Nash has said that they will, she didn't provide details, but she's, she has said that if it does fail, they won't you know, give up on transit. So we'll see how that would play out. But um, I, I think it, 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 obviously, it is a huge, huge bellwether for how, just for, for transit in the suburbs, period. I mean, if, if, if this passes, it gives any kind of movement in Cobb County a lot more momentum. It gives, uh, you know, I mean, Clayton already has the buses in there, you know, looking into other stuff mm-hmm. but um i mean i think it gives more momentum if it passes and if it fails it 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 kind of uh, i mean it it immediately stops everything in its tracks i think um no pun intended yeah 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 or pun intended <laughs> um regionally so I, I i and i mean whether you want to talk about traffic or you know, business developments or... Uh, or or the makeup of the county. Should it stay yeah, yeah. A, a mostly, you know, suburban? Yeah. Do the people yeah. who want it to be a more, mostly suburban, quieter yeah. um, uh, bedroom community, or do the people want it to be look more like, let's say, the Perimeter Center, yeah. which is home to a bunch of four, Fortune 500 companies, but also the gridlock yeah. and the housing inequality and the, the density that accompanies mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it's a fundamental question for the county to, to answer. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's 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 about, and they uh, multiple folks even said that at uh, the state of the Gwinnett state of the county the other day. Um, I mean, this is about who Gwinnett, what Gwinnett wants to be now, what it wants to be in fifty years, what it wants to be in a hundred years, and I don't, I don't, I don't think that's overstating it at all. Now, early voting starts Monday. You'll be writing a mm-hmm. trillion stories between yes, yes. Uh, now and the vote, and, <laughs> and probably after the vote. Yeah. Um, and then the focus will shift to Clayton and Cobb yeah, and whoever's yeah, next. Yeah. But um, what are you most uh, looking for over the next few days? Oh, the next few days? I, w- I, I am interested to see, um, I mean, turnout, obviously. I, I, I'm interested to see how many folks turn out in the at the beginning of early mm-hmm. voting uh, i think that's really going to kind of uh s- set the pace for lack of a better way to put it um i was actually talking to the election the Gwinnett County Elections Director the other day and she they are they are preparing for this as if it is a midterm election yeah. so she is very I, she's she's not predicting that there will be you know sixty percent turnout, but they, she is very bullish on there's going to be a significant turnout, um, and 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 I'm also, I'm also interested to see how how the um, how the advocacy groups like mm-hmm. if they do become more public or if they still try to kind of lay low, um, and then obviously if there's any real. Opposition, for lack of a better way to put, it. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's a two or three fi- kind of face community Facebook groups that have popped up that have, you know, a hundred followers, yeah. two hundred followers, that kind of stuff. But there's, there's, like you said, there's been no real concerted, formal opposition. Opposition. So I'll add one more to the watch yeah. list. 
Democrats are kind of seeing this as a test mm-hmm. run for 2020, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. that's why the party's getting involved. Mm-hmm. That's why they're sending their field organiza- organizers, mm-hmm. communication staff, their voter protection resources um, to Gwinnett County. And they're also laying the groundwork for 2020. We've already mm-hmm. seen that um, Elizabeth Warren was the first formal mm-hmm. announced presidential candidate to yeah. visit Georgia, and she went in a beeline for Gwinnett County. Others will probably mm-hmm. follow suit. So Democrats see this as a, as, as a way to start gathering that data, start mm-hmm. mobilizing their supporters. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Stacey Abrams' group Fair Fight Action play right. a big role in the next couple of days, too, in getting involved. So there's a lot to watch. You've got yeah. your plate full, man. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks. Well, that's all for this week's edition of the Politically Georgia podcast. Head to AJC.com forward slash politics to subscribe to Politically Georgia. You'll get access to our daily newsletter, along with all of our stories and updates on all things Georgia politics. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and rate us. It really means a lot to us when you do. And as always, thank you for listening. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. Our journalists at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution are working around the clock to keep you updated on all the developments surrounding the Trump indictment. Now the AJC is putting all of our coverage in one place with our new Trump 19 newsletter. Every Wednesday, you'll have our latest coverage and analysis on this historic case in your inbox. So sign up for free today at AJC.com slash indictment newsletter. That's all one word. AJC.com slash indictment newsletter.